0: Progressive Party. Wow, welcome, Wendy.
1: Welcome, Robert. I'm here.
0: Wow. Did it it again. What a day. What a day already.
1: What a day. Wednesdays are
0: uh, crazy. You know, Mm -hmm. we have uh, a lot of things going on. Let's uh, start positively first and give a shout out to our Daga, uh, Uncle Curtis, who's on uh, Native Ritz Radio on Saturdays with us one to three. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's his birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Daga.
0: Yeah. Uncle He's, Curtis, uh, he I gave
1: will, me my native name, Hanajihi Hani, which means cares for them, and I always thank him for that every week.
0: He so, gave me my name, too. That's right. Wakun yeah, Distant Thunder. Distant
1: Thunder. I thought I heard a little bit this afternoon, but maybe not. That was my not. stomach. I want to give a shout-out to my MTM pharmacist team at Fairview. Uh, we just had a Zoom retirement celebration for me. So I appreciate these guys putting that on for me, and it was really, really nice of them.
0: So, Wow, you're retiring. I know. It's That's getting down crazy. to the nitty-gritty.
1: And it's um, finally, I'm like really winding down now. So <laughs> I just want to give them a shout-out. So thanks, team MTM pharmacist from Fairview. Great team, and they're awesome. So if you ever need some MTM, medication therapy management uh, appointments, look them up. And yeah. I just gave him a shout out for a free ad for advertisement here.
0: Well, it's been kind of a blue day for a couple mm-hmm. reasons. One is the news. Mm-hmm. and then one of his uh, one of our uh, friends and colleagues, you know, uh, originally from Russia.
1: yeah. Andre Valchek. he was here with you. He spent a lot of time with you, and his wife was here um, during the George Floyd uprest. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you were with him and went around and he's, he's a journalist and he died in Turkey today. And we want to just send yeah, out our 57. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, complications from not COVID that we know of, but, um, uh, right. yeah.
0: And, and then, man. uh, one of my idols as a, as a child, Gail Sayers, one of the greatest football players ever, uh, with Chicago Bears, Hall of Famer, 77 years old. Mm-hmm. Jeez.
1: Past. Yep.
0: That's young these days.
1: Yeah, and who was the pro wrestler, Robber, oh, from Legend Road the, Warrior Animal.
0: He's the Road Warrior Jack. Yeah. He was on our uh, Joe. Native, yep. last year during Dad, he's
1: sixty years old. Yeah.
0: And last year he was on Native yeah. Brits Radio and he was in town for that uh, big wrestling match mm-hmm. uh, you know, fundraiser. A that, lot of
1: people came and they raised a lot of money for that cause. Yeah. So good the, for him. And the the, sh- the woman's shelter
0: yep <laughs> yeah. yeah wow uh, yeah i mean and it's one of those days totally mm-hmm. stunned what's happening yeah minnesota
1: and- COVID 19 hospital numbers rise back over 300 so um mm. not good people we got to wear our masks i think we're out and about too much getting the last minute of the nice weather in before winter uh gets here so got to be careful got to yeah, be careful
0: definitely you know um yeah, it's just been a crazy day, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Just totally.
1: Yeah, there's some uprise right now in Louisville, oh. Kentucky. Um, officer cha- charged in Brianna Taylor's case, but not for her death. Uh, so there's protests there and um, police uh, there, and we'll we'll see what happens with that.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I was at the, the let's keep it peaceful, and, mm-hmm. and I Absolutely. was at the first uh, George Floyd uh, mm-hmm. Protest. That's right. Uh, Ten thousand people there, trying to keep uh, distance. It's real, it was really hard. It was,
1: but everyone had masks on, so and they were
0: handing them out. Yep. And absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. that's a really good point. And um, it didn't get violent the first night. Mm-hmm. I mean, they marched down. I kind of exit when they started marching down to the third precinct the first yeah. night. But then the second night is when they they burned. Mm-hmm. They burned it down.
1: Yeah, so. peaceful protesting only.
0: Right. Hey, so now that we've uh, brought everyone down. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have to bring
1: everybody up.
0: That's right. That's right. And we have a really good show. And you know what makes our shows? You and the guests. I don't know about me, but
1: definitely our guests. (laughs) Yes. And do we have uh, John Olson on the line right now? Can I tell the audience about John Olson? Tell me, too. Okay. So John Olson is the DFL-endorsed candidate running for Minnesota State District 20. Uh, so District 20, and, and he'll be able to tell you a little bit more, is Montgomery, Minnesota, New Prague, Northfield, uh, Belle Plain. He's a really interesting guy. He uh, was a native Minnesotan, and he reti- he's a retired commander um, in the U.S. Navy. He graduated from, from Annapolis and uh, was commissioned to the Navy in May of 1990 and spent 21 years on active duty with service of Iraq Somali and East Timor uh, on the ground, various capacities in uh, Bosnia and Afghanistan. Uh, this these days, he serves as an adjunct professor at Metropolitan State University and Carlton College, teaching courses on national security in partnership with his friend and fellow U.S. Naval Academy graduate David. Uh, burns um he has also co-authored four national security fiction thriller novels the most recent which was just released is called uh the pandora deception so he sounds really interesting and
0: and one of the things i got to mention too is i know um there's a big vetting process with uh, an organization that i'm a a board member of Mm -hmm. and uh he's uh endorsed by yes, MN350. Yes, MN350,
1: yes, yes, MN350. So we,
0: we should get him on.
1: Yeah, let's get John Olson on the phone.
0: On the air. Good afternoon, how are you?
1: On the phone too. Hi, John, this is Wendy and Robert. How are you?
2: I'm doing really well. I'm gra- I'm really happy to be here with you. Great. Yeah,
0: really exciting. Uh, you sound like you're uh, very uh, diverse in a lot of things. And I know um, just from my uh, my, uh Point of view and aspect. It was really exciting to be able to endorse you uh, uh, because you are a climate uh, a, ch- a climate believer. And uh, can you tell us our audience a little bit about uh, how you feel about that?
2: Uh, I can't. Uh, so I was a career intelligence officer in the Navy, and back when I was a, a young officer in the nineties, uh, there were already people discussing the impacts of impending climate change. I mean, there were. You know, we we're relatively early in the science back then, uh, but the the intelligence community, the U.S. intelligence community, looks at those long term challenges that uh, America faces and tries to figure out, well, how, how's that going to impact us, right? And so, I was uh, made aware of those things even back then, and it's uh, for me, it's not a it's not a belief system, right? The climate science is not a belief system; it's science, and the science has spoken. It's absolutely clear that our climate is changing. And that man is uh, is driving that change through uh, our impacts with uh, putting carbon into the environment. So we need to step up and start making the right kinds of investments and in things like uh, clean energy. Uh, that mm-hmm. is a is a great step towards uh, to combating climate change and and bringing us back back into a uh, uh, equilibrium with the with the climate as much as possible because. We've had a pretty stable climate for the entire development of uh, humankind uh, in the modern era. And if we throw that out of whack, there's, there's no knowing for sure what the real impacts are going to be. I mean, we can assess them through science, but uh, that's, a, that's a best guess. Uh, it could be a heck of a lot worse, frankly.
0: Wow, that's exciting to hear that. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think, well, first of all, tell our audience uh, what, what area uh, your district is.
2: Yeah, sure. So it's Senate District 20. Uh, it goes from the, uh, the Minnesota River on the far western side. So it's, uh, it, where you have St. Peter, and, you know, it's on the other side of the river for St. Saint, for Saint Peter. That's kind of the southwest corner. It runs up, uh, the Minnesota River to Bell Plain and then it runs straight east over to I-35, uh, where Elko Newmarket is, drops a little south and then heads east from I-35 to k- pick up, uh, Northfield and Dundas. And then, uh, comes back to I-35 and then pretty much shoots across, uh, back over to the river. So it includes Northfield, uh, uh, Bell Plain, uh, New Prague, Montgomery, Lonsdale, Elko Newmarket, La Center, Cleveland. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty big <laughs> district, relatively speaking. <laughs> and it's one of the few truly purple districts that was drawn back in 2011 when they, we last lasted redistricting.
0: Well, I was going to say, uh, when you got a question?
1: Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say to John, I read your um, bio before you came on, and you sound really, really interesting. Um, tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself and why you want to, why you're running for uh s- Senate.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, I, I have spent pretty much my entire adult life in in service, right? A quarter century. Uh, in the Navy with four years at Annapolis and t- almost 21 on active duty. Uh, the only reason I retired from the Navy to come back home was because my dad had been diagnosed with the mid-stages of Alzheimer's. And, and once that happens to a family member, you know you have a very finite amount of time left to be with them. And uh, so I was on that journey with him from, from uh, 2011 when I came back home until he passed away in April of uh, 2017. And uh, at that point, I was turning 50, and I realized I had this lifetime of experience in leadership training uh, and a whole bunch of other experiences that are, that are not on the website, obviously. Uh, and, and I started thinking to myself, I've watched uh, America start to tear itself apart as a result of the 2016 election. I was becoming more and more concerned all the time. And as a naval officer, as any officer in the military, you you serve in a, probably one of the most diverse environments that we have in the United States. And you also serve with a lot of people who, you know, frankly, were considerably more conservative than me. And when you're out there in the world, nobody gives a damn what your political convictions are. All that matters is that we all have the u s. flag on our on our uh, shoulder, and we're all working together to keep each other safe. And that in that sort of instills in you, uh, a, a, sent, a, maybe a different kind of patriotism than most people feel, you know, and, and I, and I feel like this experiment that we have called the United States of America, we could still fail this test, right? And so I kind of felt like I, you know, I was trained at Annapolis to provide leadership, not just for the time I was in the military, but for the rest of my life. That's, that's what they train us to do. And I thought maybe I should step in and try and provide leadership, uh, try and provide service, continuing service to my community. And I felt like uh, I, because of my background uh, as a na- retired naval officer, I might be one of those people that can try and bridge this horrible political divide that we have right now to bring people back together to, to solve problems, remind ourselves that we're all Minnesotans, we're all Americans, we're, we're here to find solutions to these shared challenges that we face. And uh, shouting at each other is not going to get anything
0: done. Wow, he, we're so here. I'm to, to make
2: a him. difference.
0: Yes, thank you. Uh, we're here with John Olson uh, running for uh, District Twenty. District Twenty, and we want to take a short break. Can you hold on for another quick segment, John? Absolutely. Awesome, great. Hey, you're listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. What disease? What is
3: it? Cause I like I Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Are you over the age of sixty and been diagnosed with lung cancer? If so, you and your family may qualify for a cash award. We can help make sure that you and your family are financially safe and medical expenses are covered. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer and are over 60, call 24/7 1-844-358-9985 1-844-358-9985. Attorney advertising. William Stephacker Jr. is the attorney responsible for this ad. Main office Grant, Pennsylvania. May not be available in all states.
0: Hey, to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, We felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Brits Radio, then Pilots Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon, Native Roots Radio Network, and help in any way you can. P-N-G-E, and thank you for your support.
1: Hi everybody, this is Santita Jackson of AM 950's new daily morning drive show, The Santita Jackson Show. Minneapolis, St. Paul, I couldn't be more excited about starting our days together. Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 a.m. Central, on The Progressive Voice of Minnesota. We'll bring you the best progressive talkers, thinkers, and doers. And there's one more seat at the table, and that belongs to you. Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 a.m. Central, Morning Drive on AM 950. Minnesota's Progressive Voice, The Santita Jackson Show.
0: Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, there's an echo somewhere. Well, that was awesome. Hey, Wendy, uh, this is really exciting. We have a really cool guest on here. I know you have a bunch of questions. I do. Well, hey, I, I want. Let's reintroduce him.
1: John Olson uh, is the DFL endorsed candidate running for Minnesota's Senate District 20. Sweet. And I'm really interested in, well, first of all, John, we want want you to let our audience uh, know about your website or a Facebook page or how they can support you and uh, f- fund your your candid- candidacy. Um, and also, I'm really interested about uh, your teaching uh, courses of national security and your books. So if you could just go ahead sure. and talk to us a little bit about all that, that would be great.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I'll start with the campaign website. That's the easiest way for people to go in and find out, uh, you know, a lot of lot more details about me and uh, you know what I've been up to here, running for office. And it's uh, John J O N Olson O L S O N for M N So John Olson for M N and you can find links right in there to the three social media platforms that we're on: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, I've got a great team of uh, of college kids that are uh, running my social media. Thank thank goodness, because that's way beyond me at this point. Uh, they are just fantastic. I, I don't know where I'd be without them. Uh, so that's the campaign stuff. Uh, teaching the national security courses. I was a career intelligence officer uh, in the Navy and uh, was was uh, fortunate enough to be given the opportunity to go through the U.S. Naval War College at uh, in Newport, Rhode Island, and I earned a master's degree out of there and uh it was just sort of i think i hit my niche when i was going through that that training uh i realized at that point that i, I on my bucket list was uh, i wanted to teach a, a college course in the national security realm at some point in my in my life and somehow i just sort of fell into it teaching these uh, national security courses at the school of law enforcement and criminal justice at metropolitan state university uh most of my students were uh were were young men and women who wanted to go into law enforcement or or related uh, career paths and then I was also uh, fortunate enough to get uh, picked up for uh, some adjunct faculty uh, teaching duties, uh, and they, they, they call me the F.R. Bigelow Teacher-in-Residence at uh, in the Political Science Department at Carleton <laughs> College. So I, I teach courses, on uh, an overview course on the U.S. intelligence community. I, I teach another course called uh, Terrorism and Counterterrorism. Uh, I've team-taught a course with some other professors at the Carleton College called Studies in Weapons of Mass Destruction. And uh, that one was an amazing course. We had uh, 30 students signed up, and I think I had another 28 who were on the wait list who wanted to get in, but we just <laughs> couldn't fit them into the classroom. And uh, right now I'm teaching a course called uh, uh, The Tools of National Power, Statecraft Craft in the Military, and it's one of three linked courses that I'm teaching with uh, two retired foreign service officers uh, from the U.S. State Department. Uh, the winter course would be Statecraft and Diplomacy, and then the spring course would be Statecraft and Economic Power. And that spring course is actually going to be taught by Ambassador Ross Wilson. Uh, and, and he's actually the current U.S. acting, the acting U.S. ambassador in Kabul, Afghanistan. Uh, so he's going to use his experiences in Afghanistan to try and uh, pull it all together for the students. Uh, so that's the teaching career, and, and I've been doing that since, uh, since 2012. It's been just a wonderful experience. And I have to tell you that Every time I finish up with a term, uh, teaching students, whether it was at Metro State or Carleton College, it just leaves me with nothing but hope for the future for this country. Uh, the students are so bright. They're so committed to, to everything. They really want to learn. They want to make a difference out there in the world. And, and it just, I, I, feel so great about it when, when we get done with the term. Uh, on the books, um, so my, my fellow Naval Academy graduate, uh, buddy, uh, David Bruns, he's, he's really the writing muscle uh he he was an honors english major at the naval academy and then went into uh the nuclear power program and he was a submarine officer uh, in the navy did that for 6 years uh he got out and went into corporate america and uh eventually he said you know what i'm tired of working for the man i want to pursue my dream of being a a professional writer and uh it was he he was doing that for about a year and he and i attended a an event for the naval academy alumni association talked to a bunch of parents whose kids were at Annapolis at that time. We went through our respective backgrounds, and, uh, and and when I got done speaking, one of the parents stood up and said, you two should get together and write a book. Uh, so we've been partnering up since 2015, and we've uh, just launched our fourth novel. We're already drafting the fifth novel. Uh, it's kind of like Tom Clancy, but modernized mm-hmm. for w- the world we face today. Yeah, that is probably a good way to, to describe it.
0: And it's kind of a scary world with we have uh – social media helping with uh, politicians uh, the Russians helping and uh, and now uh, 45 helping the Russians and it's just a wow really vicious circle so I'm sure you have a lot to write, write about
2: oh yeah we don't have to look very far to find uh, interesting material and and believe it or not we made a decision right at the start of this whole process that uh, we would bring in uh, the cyber aspect uh, to our stories because it's so Totally embedded in everything we do today. Uh, so the second and third book were very heavy on the on the cyber side, and and the fifth book that we're writing right now, uh, that one is also very heavy on the on the cyber side too. So,
0: so I see some authors they talk about. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm regressing here, but uh, they talk about writing two pages <laughs> a day. What is your uh, you and your partners uh, kind of? Do you do two pages, or do you write when, whenever you want, or are you uh, disciplined Oh No,
2: no it's, it's, it's almost like a, it's a production line, um, and the way we do it is uh, because of my background as an intelligence officer, you know, David leaves it up to me to come up with what the storyline will be, and I do uh, kind of a uh, an overview outline from start to finish all, you know, let's say it's 60 chapters. I'll figure out what's going to happen in each chapter, just sort of an overview, uh, and make sure that every thread all the way through the whole story makes sense. And then we'll sit down, and we'll go through the whole thing and talk it through. And once we agree on what the story is going to be about and all those threads, then I go back to the drawing board again and I do really in depth research. So, uh, the outline for this fifth novel that he's, uh, doing a first draft on right now, uh, there's probably a thousand pages of research material plus, uh, you know, 110 pages of outline, uh, that I drafted for the story. And I, Turn it over to him. Uh, he goes through it. We talk through any of the details, and then he gets to work and he'll draft a a first cut of the book. And then he hands it back to me, and I do a vicious edit <laughs> and then send it back to him. He does a, a cleanup, and then we go we sit down one more time and go through every word together. And he typically will knock out a whole chapter, maybe two chapters a day, uh, because it's all he does. I mean, he's a professional writer, so it's a it's a it's a great collaborative uh, approach. We play to our strengths and uh, avoid our weaknesses, and uh, we made a promise to one another that we would not uh, let our egos get in the way of the uh, the creative process. Because uh, mm-hmm. when you when you take a couple of guys who are both trained to take charge and, and lead, uh, and you're you're talking about a creative endeavor, you have to be very careful <laughs> about how you make sure you don't let your egos get in the way. Uh, type A personalities uh, trained to lead uh, who's going to be in charge. And, and we've worked out a really good system here. So. Wow.
1: Yeah, so your your last book that came out in September is The Pandora Deception. Uh, tell yep. our listeners the other names of your books.
2: So the very first one we, we put out was called uh, Weapons of Mass Deception. Uh, And then the one after that was called "Jihadi Apprentice." The third story, which came out a a year ago, a little more than a year ago, is called "Rules of Engagement." And then the Pandora Deception launched last Tuesday. You can find all those books on Amazon.com. If you look up David Bruns, B-R-U-N-S, you'll find those very quickly. He's got his. uh, He's 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 published a whole bunch of other stuff separately from me in the science fiction world. So. Wow! But that's just one of those things that I've been doing since I retired from the Navy as sort of a creative outlet for me. Uh, The rest has been volunteering with uh, uh, veteran nonprofit organizations like the Naval Academy Alumni Chapter and the Navy League of the United States. And uh, I'm a member in good standing at at both the VFW and the American Legion. Uh, And uh, I've been volunteering with some environmental nonprofits as well, an organization called Metro Blooms out of uh, Minneapolis. I was a board chair. Uh, up there for for about uh, three years, working on protecting you know the, the watersheds here in Minnesota. So
0: wow. trying to keep busy. You
2: know? Well,
0: you know, and what's exciting? Uh, how diverse your your life is and career, and being supported by the DFL and your your uh, feelings about uh, climate. It's just really feels like a really cool fit for that area, District Twenty, and uh, uh, a lot of bridge building. I think you could uh, really accomplish down there.
2: Well, that's the goal, and and I grew I grew up in a in a uh, in a union family. Both my grandfathers were union members. Uh, my dad was a career public school teacher, and uh, I've got a bunch of uncles and cousins who were all in the union. So I, I care deeply about organized labor. Uh, but I would tell you that growing up in a DFL family, uh, I, I think the Democrat Farmer Labor Party has sort mm-hmm. of uh, ignored uh, supporting our farmers uh, for a, a little too long. And that's exactly. partly why I think we lost uh, a lot of the farmers over to the Republicans. So I'm making it my mission in life uh, out here in Senate District 20 to bring farmers back to the DFL where I think they belong.
0: I agree 100 percent. And I've heard people talk about uh, giving a stimulus package to uh uh, a, a year's worth of stimulus package to the uh, mom-pa farmers and we would really change the economy and also uh, change a lot of other things. Have you heard any uh, proposals similar to that?
2: Uh, I have not. I'm actually trying to stay away from the, uh, from any of the discussions that are happening with uh, those who are sitting in office still right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to cloud my thinking or judgment. I'm asking farmers in my district, you know, what are the challenges they face? What are the ideas that they have for what we could do to make things a little uh, easier for the farmers to succeed? And what I think I've come up with as a, as a sort of an outsider looking in, because we don't do a whole lot of farming out there on the ocean, obviously. Uh, Is that the whole system right now, uh, all of the incentives built into the system, whether they be carrots or sticks in the entire ag industry, regardless of which sector you're talking about in ag, all of those uh, incentives are designed to drive smaller family farm operations out of business so Mm -hmm. that we consolidate into ever larger operations. So I think we as Minnesotans, since we, I think, have always valued the family farm and I care deeply about, uh, you know, families who have spent generations on their farms. I mean, I've talked to people who are fourth- and fifth-generation farmers. Uh, If we care about Minnesota family farmers, then we need to put our money where our mouth is and start changing the system so small family farms can actually survive in our state.
0: Wow. I agree 100%. And I know your schedule's tight. And I really, really, really appreciate you uh, coming on today. And we'd love to have you on again before this, uh, the end of the election here, because everybody's starting to vote now. Uh, that's John Olson. And let me see, John Olson... For Senate or for MNSenate.com. Uh, our assistant yep. uh, Joey put it up on the Facebook Live. We, we get uh, quite a few people watching us all over the country there, so we put that up there. And uh, any last thoughts before we let you go? Well,
2: I, I I really appreciate you inviting me on today, and I would I would love to come back and talk with you some more. There are so many things that we need to address in our state, and and uh, like I said, I'm hoping to be. Uh, that bridge builder that brings us uh, both on the uh, on the right and the left back together to to come to the table and solve these uh, these shared challenges we face. That's my goal. All
0: right, thank you so much, John Olson, uh, running for state senator, District Twenty. This has been pilot, or this is Pilot's Progressive Party, and we're going to come right back after a short break, and we're going to talk to Boys for uh, Chairperson uh, Kathy. Uh, Chavez, and we're going to be Chabbers, and we're going to be right back.
2: Ron Casa Construction in Elko New Market reminds everyone, we hear a lot of talk about waste of time, waste of resources, but what about the waste of human lives due to drunk driving? Practice safe driving, use caution, courtesy, and common sense, and never drive drunk. This message from Ron Cassick Construction in Elko, New Market, the premier concrete contractor in Scott County, offering general remodeling and construction services. Call 978 Over the limit, under arrest.
3: Paid non attorney spokesperson. Are you over the age of 60 and been diagnosed with lung cancer? If so, you and your family may qualify for a cash award. Our experienced attorneys are standing by to evaluate whether you have a lung cancer claim that qualifies you for a cash award. The consultation is absolutely free, and there is no risk and no money out of pocket. We only receive a fee when we secure you and your family a settlement. 250,000 people are diagnosed with lung cancer every year. You're not alone in this battle. We can help make sure that you and your family are financially safe and that medical expenses are covered. Again, if you've been diagnosed with lung cancer and are over age 60, call now. Don't delay. There are deadlines for filing claims. We're standing by 24-7. Call us at 1-844-358-9985. 1-844-358-9985. That's 1-844-358-9985. Attorney Advertising, William stepacker Jr. is the attorney responsible for this ad. Main office, Grant, Pennsylvania. May not be available in all states.
0: Hi, this is Chad from AM950. With the recent round of storms that came through the Twin Cities, some of you may have sustained damage to your roofing, siding, or windows. Call Snap Construction, the company we trust, to see if you sustain damage. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window company in the metro. Ryan, how are you able to help
2: people that may have had damage from these storms? Well, Chad, with experience, we've helped thousands of Minnesotans with their storm damage claims. If you suspect your home has damage or was denied in the past, give us a call for your free inspection. It can take up to a year for hail and wind damage to reveal itself. The insurance process can be complicated. We make it easy. We use the same costing software that all insurance companies rely on. As always, we stand behind our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. Don't wait. Call us for your free estimate or inspection today. 612 333 SNAP.
0: 612 333 SNAP. The Pilots Progressive Party. Wow, Wendy, what an interesting person.
1: Yeah, really interesting. I'd like to get him back and talk more about his books, actually. Yeah, right? yeah. well,
0: no. And, you know, I, I just think like uh, the diversity of uh, that's how I remember as a young person, a DFL or military mm-hmm. farms mm-hmm. Um, for the people. Yeah. And so uh, that's really awesome to, uh, to hear about him.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who's our next guest? It looks like our next guest is Kathy. I don't know if I'm going to say your last name right. Kathy Shavers from the Boys Fort uh, Chairwomen Tribal Government.
0: She is the chairperson of the government. That's awesome. Welcome to Pilots Progressive Party.
1: Well,
4: thank you very much. I'm very uh, happy to be on your show today.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, You know, and we're at a time right now... um, with the census, election, uh, you know, we're at that time right now where we really need to uh, get our people out and uh, really rock the vote Native style. Don't you agree?
4: Oh, more so than ever. Um, we know that from a, a tribal standpoint um, that our Native people had the, um, uh, when they, during the Obama area, we were the vote vote that helped push Obama into office. And we mm-hmm. need to do that more than ever now, uh, especially in this, in this time.
0: Exactly. And I think, you know, uh, I always like to remind people, too, when you talk about the Obama era, is that uh, we outnumber them, meaning, you know, uh, liberals, uh, minorities. Mm-hmm. We outnumber uh, the Republicans, and we just have to ignite and get out and vote again, the same numbers we did with
2: Obama
4: you're right and and not only you know with the voting also with the census i mean we are always the underserved or under um underfunded you know it's always been that way for us and it's very frustrating but we have an opportunity now and we've shown it in the past and during the obama administration or when when we got president obama in there that we can do it and we can make a difference and so i know a lot of tribes uh, especially here in Minnesota, our tribes are really pushing through our radio stations, through uh, the online voter registration. We're really pushing to have our numbers be way up there.
0: Exactly. And, I, it, you know... I, and it's interesting, too, I'm kind of, I'm sorry, I'm going to be bouncing back and forth with census and okay. election with you. Um, I feel like, uh, I, I don't know, want to get into conspiracy, but I feel like Red Lake was kind of set up because they have really low numbers. I think I, I saw it today it's close yes. to 10 percent in the census. But they were originally told not to sign up online because people were going to go to their house and then COVID hit. And then all of a sudden we have like 6% of Red Lake uh, responding to the census. It's very, very bizarre.
4: That is very bizarre. And then the other part about it is the short deadline now that they won't increase um, to do the census. And, you know, it's bad enough that, first of all, we have, you know, across Minnesota, we have limited uh, uh, broadband access. But, you know, we wanted our own tribal people to do the census and our own tribal people to do the voter registration. And mm-hmm. so that's who our people are comfortable with. We don't want, and nothing to be disrespectful, but we want to know who we're dealing with when they knock on our door or when they, uh, we encourage them to do things. They're more comfortable with that. That's just part of historical trauma.
0: Exactly. Kathy, now you're the chairperson of uh, Boys Fort. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Was there just an election uh, recently up there?
4: Yes, um Boys Fork is located uh 50 miles from the Canadian border. We're not as far north as as the Grand Portage band. Um, we have about 3500 enrolled members total. Uh, we do have two uh sectors of our reservation, which is Net Lake and then also Lake Vermilion or, or Vermillion. Um and so um, we're one of the six uh Minnesota Chippewa tribes uh that are part of the um uh, Minnesota Chippewa Tribe. And so I am also the president of the Minnesota Chippewa Tribe, the first female president, wow. uh, for the six bands. So, um, I'm very honored. I've been reelected. Um, uh, actually I just did my swearing in today by Zoom. Wow. Um, and, uh, uh, no big hoopla or anything, just, a uh, right over Zoom. So, um, you know, well, boys. Congratulations uh, on
1: that. That's wonderful. Well, thank
4: you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we have a really good relationship in the state. The 11 tribes are doing awesome. Um, and so we're really, we're really, we're going to try to have a, a, a grand council um, and to uh, do things the old way, uh, the way they should be done. Uh, you know, so it's, it's exciting. I'm very excited.
0: Well, I'd like to get Ho-Chunk. I'm Ho-Chunk. Uh, so I'd love to get Ho-Chunk involved with that because, uh for uh, hundreds of years, we were here in southern Minnesota, and uh, yes. we were pushed out. But And we still have land here, too. So maybe someday yeah. we can uh, get Ho-Chunk on that on there, too.
4: That would be nice, because I know that there is a, a Ho-Chunk presence. There's a, a couple programs down in the Minneapolis, uh, in the metro area. So, yeah, that would be great.
0: Exactly. Well, let's talk just a little bit. I know you have a tight schedule, and I'd talk a little bit about. We, we do a show on AM nine fifty called "Rock the Vote Native Style," and we, we've been really reaching out and uh, really making sure and trying to uh, sign up people and register people and really get the word out there. Uh, what else is going up in Boys Fort, uh, helping our, our relatives uh, sign up and register?
4: Well, right now we have. Um uh, a gal from Leech Lake coming tomorrow, uh, that's been going across to each reservation, uh, just this week. Uh, she's trying to put all the tri- northern tribes in one week and she's going to be doing voter registration right at our tribal government building, um, from nine to 11 and then in the Lake Vermilion sector, um, at one to two. Uh, just to, and we've been, uh, of course using social media to advertise that. We have our, we found that uh, a lot of the tribes have our own radio stations. Mm-hmm. So we are um we have been advertising that and then also on our we have Facebook and and uh our Boys Fort uh tribal page on um on Boysfort dot com. So we've been trying to push that. Plus, you know, the the chip the the Indian Chippewa grapevine, uh, you know, by uh telling individuals, you know, we really need you to register and vote. Uh, you know, face to face is kinda hard. But um, we've been doing the social distancing and stuff and uh, our phones are great and Facebook is great. Uh, Snapchat, those types of things. So it's been a real big um, portion. Uh, you know we've been really trying to ensure that people register to vote and not only just on the reservations but in our metro areas, you know all over.
0: Wow, that's exciting. I know uh, too maybe uh, how, how's the census going for you guys in boys Fort?
4: Well, it's going okay. We had a couple of our own uh, people do the census. Um, and, of course, you said, you know, like you said, the pandemic hit. But uh, as far as the census goes, we still want to do more. We still feel that there's going to be some that are missing, and we don't want that. We want to try to get as much as we can. And so uh, we'll be doing a big push for the census also um, through our radio station and through other um Means, and if it's, uh, we've been doing, uh, through our emergency preparedness, we do, um, uh, door to door, tape it on the door type things because, uh, a lot of people maybe aren't using the social media or aren't, don't have that internet access. So we make sure that that information is in there and how they can access, um, the same old, you know, white paper, it, it still works, so.
0: Yeah, it does. Definitely. Well, we're here with Kathy Shavers, chairperson of Boys Fort. And, uh, wow, I, you know, when I, when I saw you were chairperson, I was like, got a little nervous because, uh, you're, you're one of the, the big, big wigs up there. And, uh, so I really appreciate you being on and, um, and, and just speaking your truth. Really, really, really appreciate this.
4: Oh, I'm just so glad. Uh, my mother gave me the gift of talk and, and I love talking. My background is in healthcare. Um, you know, I put in, um, 27 years in the, in healthcare on the reservation and, uh, I put in now eight going on nine years, uh, up to 13 years in, in tribal government. So, um, you know, I had the opportunity because, uh, um, former President Obama had the tribal, Leaders Summit, and uh, that went away when the Republicans took office, and uh, we're hoping for a new uh, Democrat, uh, Joe Biden, in with the presidency. To and we know he will probably renew that. Um, tribal consultation is huge, and and uh, being counted is huge.
0: Absolutely, you know, and like you said earlier, uh, we go back to the Obama. Uh, voting numbers of 32 million people that didn't vote, and uh, Native Americans are so important into this because I was live broadcasting from the Frank Lemire, Iowa presidential uh, uh, caucus convention, uh, and that was so fun. And they really uh, juven- rejuvenated us, and I think we're ready to rock the vote.
4: Yeah, and the thing is, is that, you know, being tribal leaders. We kind of have an insight to some of the things that are going on, especially with the you know with the pandemic going on, and and you know the funding that's coming from DC and the Senate blocking it because it's a it's a majority of Republicans and Mm. uh, you know the the second stimulus bill that they were talking about, not one penny was 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 um, um, proposed by the Republicans to tribes.
0: I know. So it's like,
4: oh my god, (laughs) really?
0: Mm Right, exactly. We want to have you on again, uh, real soon. This has been really my pleasure and my wife's pr- pr- pleasure having you on. All of a sudden, I can't talk. I'm so nervous. But we got oh, go to go. <laughs> <for> a- <laughs> we got to go for a break. And thank you so much for being on.
4: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Wow, Wendy, that was awesome.
1: Awesome, thank
0: you, Kathy. C- Kathy was awesome. We're listening. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and we're going to be right back after a short break. Mm-hmm.
3: joe biden debates donald trump on tuesday september 29th and we'd like you to join us for a socially distanced debate watch party at crooners supper club crooners has an outdoor stage with a large tv and great sound Tickets are $25 and include one complimentary drink and one seat at a two person socially distanced table. Space is very limited because of safety, and tickets are pre sale only at AM950radio.com. Again, that's our Debate Watch Party Tuesday, September 29th at Cruder's Supper Club off Moore Lake and Highway 65. Tickets and details at AM950radio.com.
0: Ahoo, this is Robert Pilot, Wakunjahade of Native Roots Radio Present Time Awake. And I want to tell you about two Native shows on AM 950. Please listen to Rock the Vote Native Style on Tuesdays, 2 to 3 p.m. On Sundays, we have the Sunday Native Symposium, 6 to 8 p.m., commercial-free. Guests from all over Turtle Island and local politicians. That's Rock the Vote Native Style, Tuesdays, 2 to 3 p.m. And the Native Symposium, Sundays, 6 to 8 p.m. Hey to everyone, this is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Ritz Radio, then Pilots Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon, Native Roots Radio Network, and help in any way you can. gee and thank you for your support.
3: No matter if your kids sit at home on their laptops for online classes or go back to school, it's finally time to clean up the summer mess. And Zero Res can help. They don't just make your home look clean. Their patented powered water safely and effectively cleans and sanitizes carpets, pile, upholstery, area rugs, and more. So get back to clean with three rooms of carpet zero resified, starting at just $139. Plus, save 10% when you get your carpets and air ducts clean. Just mention AM950 when you call. That's 952-Zero Res or ZeroRes Minnesota.com.
0: back the pilots progressive party wow welcome back wendy what a show yeah awesome I couldn't talk today, could you notice? Some days I can't talk either. <laughs> we all have our days, right? Wow, John was awesome. John um,
1: Olson, yep, and Kathy Shavers, The chairperson
0: yes. of mm-hmm. Boy's Fort, uh, that got me nervous, you could tell there a little bit, but that was really exciting. Yeah, uh, we'll
1: have to have them both back on again. Put them on the list and we'll get them back before uh, the November election.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I just got to tell everybody, uh, Friday we're doing a... Uh, Get uh uh back to your census uh, uh party <laughs> I on like Facebook that. You yeah
1: put that back to your census
0: y- your census <laughs> yeah for uh getting people signed up for the census mm-hmm. Native Americans so that's gonna be a jam packed show on Facebook Live then we do one to three uh on Saturdays uh what's the name of that show Native, Native Rich Ritz-
1: Radio I'm <laughs> awake
0: right and then. Uh, we also do rock the boat native style. Mm-hmm. I want to give a special shout out to Joey Peltier for helping us technically. He's putting up all the, all mm-hmm. the cool stuff on, uh, on our Native Roots Radio Facebook page as we're talking. Yes, and thank so, you, Joey. Yeah, definitely. And Emma's out there too somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a village <laughs> yeah, it does. to run a
1: radio show.
0: Yeah, so come to your senses. Uh, I want to give out a big shout out to Audrey Thayer for sending me this uh, care package with some uh, hand sanitizer with her name and a on very it. very
1: cool t-shirt.
0: Very cool t-shirt. Bemidji
1: City Council Ward 1, Audrey Thayer.
0: Yes, and she's been a guest on this show a few times, and uh, we're really happy to support her. And she's going to be a great city council person. Yes, absolutely. So, Wendy retiring, what's up?
1: Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have two and a half days of work left, and uh, I'm ready. I'm, you know, it's it's coming fast, and I'm. Um, I have all these things in my mind what I want to do when I don't have to work anymore. So. Yeah. I'm excited about all the things.
0: Well, you're an activist. You're an activist, so I don't have a problem. You're, I'm probably going to be worried about you being arrested more than mm, ever.
1: I want that's on my bucket list
0: to get arrested. To get
1: arrested, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we want to shout out and put out some tobacco out and yeah. pray yes. uh, for Louisville because it's that whole thing that happened there with the Brianna Taylor case. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: everybody, stay safe. Justice will be served eventually.
0: Yeah, it's hard though. It's hard though, and uh, you know we have to put a prayer out there because the the, what happened there is just uh, unbelievable, and Mm -hmm. uh, we really need to pray pray for people's safety.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Stay peaceful. You know, we could get a lot more. We could get a lot more done with peaceful protesting than we can with burning buildings and looting and causing problems like that so yeah, stay peaceful
0: really exactly go out and protest this though because this was like a totally wrong
1: yeah it's it's a hard decision and it's a hard thing to think about i can't even wrap my head around it uh-oh, Robert's got a sneeze, so I have to take over here. Um, also, we want to send our well wishes and um, our deep condolences uh, to those who have recently passed. Oh, my gosh. Uh The people who we mentioned earlier, um, Andre Valchek, jur- journalist. Robert spent lots of time with him when he was here.
0: Yeah, originally from Russia, yeah. educated here, and he was a world reporter. Yep. He had millions and millions of followers. Yep. So ABC reported that, and um, we kind of found out it might be health, but we'll keep our uh, prayers out there. Gail
1: Sayers, uh, bears, he was 77. And then Joe, I can't not say his last name, he was a legend road warrior animal. Yeah, we'll just call him Uh, Animal
0: animal from the Road Warriors, passed away at 60 years old. And he was just up here a couple of years ago uh, doing a benefit, Mm -hmm. uh, and he was on our other show, Native Mm -hmm. Roots Radio. uh,
1: Raised a lot of money for a woman's shelter. Yeah, exactly. People, wear your masks out there. Minnesota COVID-19 hospital numbers are risen back up to above 300. We need to get that number down.
0: Exactly, exactly, or we'll never get out. Yeah. You know, and also, uh, help people register. If people need help, mm-hmm. uh, to vote or do the census, please help our, our relatives out there. Yeah. Um, Wendy, you'll be able to give people rides with their Absolutely. mask on to get, yep. uh, people voting. Yep. Because if we vote, because we know the Republicans always vote, if we vote vote like we did mm-hmm. uh, for Obama, because, again, 32 million people did not you vote. You know
1: what? There's a lot of people out there who aren't really thrilled about Joe Biden. So sometimes what they'll do, they'll get to the poll and they'll put down somebody else's name or they'll uh, vote for uh, who's the K- West? Kanye, Kanye West no. Kenya, yeah, right. Kanye West Kanye yeah. West so that's just another vote for Trump and we need to stop doing that well the Green um,
0: Party's on there and, and that too mm-hmm. so that's just uh, uh, if we can because there's more to it if you aren't paying attention if you're not watching the news like Wendy does every night you um, people have to really pay attention to what's Mm -hmm. happening because California, New York, the bar has changed that into uh, turning it into... um uh, federal government uh, protection and that really means martial law when this election goes the yeah. wrong way for them
1: well w- and we also want to let everybody know and you've said this before voting is not a marriage right uh, right it's you're just going to get on a train and the train's going to stop and get you closest to the, where you need to go right it's not going to bring you to the exact spot where you want to go so if you don't like joe but he will bring you at least close to where you need to go,
0: and we can push him into more of a yes. clean. Uh, you know, look at all these things that uh, we didn't think ten years ago would be. We'd be talking about mm-hmm. universal health care, mm-hmm. gay marriage. All these things are becoming yes. the norm. When Absolutely. we need to get, we need to get busy and get him elected. Absolutely. Well, Wendy. Another show. What the heck? Mm, we're, we're getting done. good at this. I All couldn't right. speak today. I'm go take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you uh, to the everyone out there. Our new producer, I want to give a shout out to, and also Patrick, uh, uh, back at the studio at the mothership. You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party here on the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, AM nine fifty. Hi, I'm Alicia Luther-Toms, Certified Financial Planner with RBC Wealth Management. I'm part of an all-woman financial advisor team with combined experience of over 40 Joe. Hey there. One in a row. <laughs> yeah, hey. Thanks for the shout-out at the end there. Right, that and then fun. I'm going to write your name down because I just, uh, you know, I'm not the sh-